Blog Talk Radio. It's my life, it's my life, it's my life. 
It's about me, it's about who? It's about me, it's about me. First off, first off, will she love me timbers? I got a story so cold, make you think it was the winner. I used to stay blow, stay blow, lifting them blows. Had a little bit of addiction for that little boy, put it up my nose. It in one pose, one pose. Wanna know what I'm talking about? You talking about straight sweet? Now we got me all in the zone. Each day get more intense. Never know what was going on. Cause half the day, baby, I was big. Now you know my daddy had to sin. Let me tell you, I'll never forget. When he needed that thing for that body, didn't know how much pain it made. Got him a couple of sniffs. Now he rides. Got him a couple of moles. 99. It's my life. It's my life. It's my life. It's my life. It's about me, it's about who? It's about me, it's about who? It's about me, it's about who? It's about me, it's about me. It's my life, 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 it's my life. What you talk about? It's about me, it's about who? It's about me, it's about who? It's about me, it's about who? It's about me, it's about me. Second all, second all, I jump around like locusts. I lost my daddy to doing heroin. I'm starting to lose my focus Before I never knew People started noticing about me all in my crew Now I love you, give it, die I didn't know if was high Cause I was mostly by myself And a brother like me was right But then they asked me Was I getting high? And I said yes, drastically I started to cry I let my homies down When I started messing around But I needed to know about this drug That put my old man down Y'all I got, but he wasn't weeping no more. So be like this is fine. It's my life, 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 it's my life. What you talk about? It's about me, it's about who? It's about me, it's about who? It's about me, it's about who? It's about me, it's about me. It's my life, 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 it's my life. What you talk about? It's about me, it's about who? It's about me. It's about who? It's about me. It's about who? It's about me. It's about me. Third, third, third. Oh, yes, it gets deeper. No more rapping, rapping, doing shows. No more features. Had to go get a gig. Go get a gig. Work a lot of jobs. Work a lot of jobs. Throwing trash. Throwing trash. Man, it's hard. But I gotta do it for my shorty. Shorty. One of them depend on me. On me. I'm gonna do what I do. Get it how I get it. Oh, daddy, a G. I got my act together. I'm getting money, like with my homie, and it's funny. It's my life, 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 it's my life. What you talk about? It's about me, it's about who? It's about me, it's about who? It's about me, it's about who? It's about me, it's about me. It's my life, 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 it's my life. What you talk about? It's about me, it's about who? It's about me, it's about who, it's about me, it's about who, it's about me, it's about me.
Yeah, I know this. Well, Mr. AK OG Radio, you see we in the building, man. We're still hanging out doing what we do, man. Play technical difficulties ain't gonna stop me from what I'm doing anyway. Um, like I said, we got a good show lined up for y'all. I got a lot of new music. But y'all already know the comma reply is coming up real soon. Right now, from getting to one of these new joints. This joint is from an artist where a lot of y'all know. A lot of y'all respect out here in the city of Chicago, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a, a person that, you know, just do a thing out here for many, many years. Um, I'm actually blessed to even have this song on my show. Definitely appreciate us for even dropping this song and allowing us to play it here on TV Radio. Shout out to um, the one and only Tifa who was allowing us to play her new joint called Fire. Live right here, OG Radio. Y'all already know what I say. It's not a world premiere. It's just a world premiere on OG Radio. Let's get it. From the city where they always do their best to try and try ya. Air where the bitches try to go, I go higher. God strike me down right now from a liar. Oh, you think you hot? Well, Tifa on fire. On fire. People shine at night like the candle dawn. Think you hotter than the queen? That's a scandal, bro. Big interest grow, money grow, and the growing. I visit herbs, time to time to understand the human. We so loud, it's like an argument. With that AC in your window, it must be hard to vent. Head time you're hating on me, it's like a compliment. I barely even know this shit, I'm really on the continent. Oh, you think you mastered your bars? Money faster than ours. I don't even fuck with half of these bras. Say you get 50 stats in the jaw, then why at night you ride with a purple mustache in front of your car? You know my name, ho. T double E F A, ho. That's your 5 that's how the gang go. All rock the same outfit like plain clothes. All hang out, now they all got the same flow. I'm from the city where they always do their best to try to hire. Air where the bitches try to go, I go higher. You be acting doing way too much, John Cryer. Oh, you want a hot reel, I'ma take it higher. Flower get me singing to an everything Mariah. My guys calling Richard, everybody got a pride. God strike me down right now from a lie. Oh, you think you hot? Fancy free, I'm a brand new me. Understand me, G? I feel like, don't you know? This shit is hopeless, bro. I got the dopest flow. This shit remote control. Oh, see for spazzing that my happy people keep on asking. Fire breathing, I'm a dragon. You gon' need an aspirin. She be gassing, I'm a classic, double G in fashion. Downhill like a nigga trying to ski an aspen. Mommy, dearest back, call me Betty Davis. Do you dirty as fuck? Plus, I'm a heavy favorite. In the hood, riding through it, and I'm devastated. It's all good, you tried to pull it, you just never made it. I'm from the city where they always do their best to try to hire. Air where the bitches try to go, I go higher. You be acting doing way too much, John Cryer. Oh, you on a hot reel, I'ma take it higher. Flower get me singing to an everything Mariah. My guys calling Richard, everybody got a pride. God strike me down right now from a lie. Oh, you think you hot, well, Tifa on fire. On fire. Okay, OG Radio, 
He's in the building, man. Like I said, that's a new joint for my girl, Tifa. Uh, it's called Fire, like right here, OG Radio. Like I said, it's not a world premiere. It's a world premiere on OG Radio, man. We're doing uh, world premieres right now, man. So I'm getting to another new joint from my boy, B. Morgan. If y'all want to hear any of these songs on OG Radio, make sure y'all call in 516-666-9826. Let us know what you want to hear. Like I said, we live right now, OG Radio. We were getting it in on this Friday. Every time we get to a new drug from my man B. Morgan, the call bank. Lie right here, OG Radio. Let's get it.
Hey, I know this is where Miss AK OG Radio. That's another new joke from my man B Morgan. It's called Bank Live right here, OG Radio. OG Radio, man, who this? Hello? 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 Yeah, what's up? This is Francino. What's good, boy? What's good with you, bro? Nothing, man. Just tapping in, you know what I'm saying, listening listening to you, you know what I'm saying, checking the show out and all that. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. Uh, like I said, man, I appreciate you tuning to the show, man. Let everybody know what you got going on, man. Oh, man, well, tonight, you know, I got an after-hours event going on. You know, we getting that thing set up for that right, 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 right now. You know, doors open at, doors open officially at 10. You know, uh, it's free it's free to 12. But, man, you know, I'm a, I'm an artist, you know what I'm saying, rapper slash entrepreneur from the city. So you can go check me out, you know, anywhere on any DSP, F-R-A-N-S-E-N-O, Francino. I got a couple projects out there. I got some singles versions. Go ahead, check me out, man. I'm straight. That's what it is, man. I appreciate you tuning in, calling in, man. Like I said, man, just like I said, keep hanging out with us, man. I'm gonna get into my segment, so uh, just keep it locked, bro. Ah, uh, you already know, bro. Salute. Yep. You are now tuned in to the Caramel Reply with Anthony. What's your scoop? Hey, I know what it is. Y'all already know what that sound means. Y'all know we about to get into it's time for that karma reply with my favorite amethyst. What's going on? Happy Friday. Yes, no. For me, this week, Friday cannot get here soon enough. So I'm definitely excited that it's Friday. Uh-huh. And I get to have a break. <laughs> hey, we don't. We all need one. Yes, and it's starting to get cold. Right. You already know what that means. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That means that what? We are approaching cuddle season, cuffing season, Uh Uh bay season. I call it pretending season. Oh. Because people are going to pretend until until it warms up. For some people, <laughs> this is not for everybody, but some people, the pretending begins. Uh-oh. Listen, people just <laughs> pretending just to stay warm for the for the holidays. I just need somebody to stay yes. warm. You don't pretend to be and good so yes, they can stay warm for the holidays. Yes. yes, and then plus, okay, like it's human nature. Okay, most people that they don't want to be alone, especially when it's cold. So you know you're going to want to have somebody to cuddle with. You don't want to have somebody to watch movies with. Some people, you know, they go on strike and they don't go outside pretty much for nothing but necessities when it's cold. So then that's the reason mm-hmm. to stay in the house. That's the reason to move in. That's the reason to secure your place to stay for the next couple of months. But like I said, it's about to be pretending season. It's about to get started. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to the Caramel What's Your Scoop Reply segment with Amethyst. 
If this is your first time tuning in, let me explain a little bit about this advice segment. If you have a story, question, or topic that you would like for me to give my opinion, you can send me an email at the caramel reply with amethyst at gmail.com. Don't worry, you can remain anonymous. Also, the segment is not just open to relationship issues. Other topics are always welcome. Question one. This topic is, how do you get through the holidays when you are in mourning? I received a submission from Kelly Ann. Kelly, what's your scoop? Hey, Amethyst. Holidays used to be my favorite family gatherings especially Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Eve. I love participating in traditions, such as decorating the table, the house, and outside. I would bake cookies or pies and decorate cupcakes. I could not wait to watch theme movies associated with my three favorite holidays. Also, I would venture over to my grandma's house for more food, light displays, etc., However, lately, whenever I hear the Christmas jingles on television or see commercials with food, gifts, and family gatherings, whether with friends or grandparents, and they are enjoying themselves. Furthermore, I am not looking forward to New Year's Eve, even though it will be a new year and new beginnings. I do not have a reason to be excited because things never seem to change for me. I guess I fell into a sea of despair, and I do not have the withdrawal or presence of mind to undo these tattered emotions. Last year, I lost my grandmother, but it seems just like yesterday. She loved Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's very much, especially the meal preparation. It was joyous to be able to go to the store with her and shop. I remember the sweet aroma throughout her house, and listening to her play the blues. Now the memory is so painful. How can I do it without her and not be sad? How do I get through these times when I am in mourning? So, Amethyst, what should I do? Hello, Kelly, and thank you for your submission. I would say that I can definitely relate to you because I mentioned on the show a couple of times that I lost my own grandmother last year, so I could definitely relate to how you sort of have a sense of that things will never be the same, when actuality that that is very true, that things will never be the way that it used to be. But first of all, I would like to extend my sincere sympathy to you for the loss of your grandmother. Unfortunately, I don't think that there are any good words or advice that will bring you comfort. But hopefully, this quote will lessen the pain. When life gives you a hundred reasons to break down and cry, show life that you have a million reasons to smile, laugh, and stay strong. Kelly, loss is a devastation that none of us are ever prepared for. Even if you suspect it, you will still not be ready when it shows up or when it truly happens. The holidays are for sharing past memories 
and making new ones with friends and family. You are suffering from post-holiday blues because you are afraid to laugh or have fun for fear that you do not deserve to feel happiness. I believe that once you recognize your fears, you will begin to unravel and be at a semi-place of peace. Furthermore, there are no easy remedies for dealing with grief. I'm not a counselor, but grief counseling services is available and may be beneficial. They have some services over the phone, virtual, and in person. I took the liberty to locate one for you, and I hope you don't mind, and I think this may be very helpful. The website is HTTPS colon forward slash U dot empathy, that's E-M-P-A-T-H-Y dot com forward slash grief, G-R-I-E-F forward slash therapy. And on here you can find grief and loss support 24-7. You can also download the app, so go in your app store and look for the Empathy app. You can also do your own internet search and find another website by using the keyword help with grief. And again, I hope that this was very helpful. Yeah, I want to definitely see my condolences. Condolence out there for losing her uh, grandmother. I mean, her, her, her grandmother, right? Grandmother. Mm-hmm. So um, one thing that I would say is, because um, I, I lost both of my grandmothers at a younger age, uh, like I want to say middle school. Um, the one thing I've learned mm-hmm. is to um, understand that um, that even though they're gone physically, uh, spiritually, and mentally, they're still with you. Um, also, you have to understand that doing those things as far as remembering her is a good way to heal because you're, you're thinking about the good times or you're to think about, you know, all the, the, the blessings that, you know, uh, she either taught you or that you're learning now as you're getting older uh, and to instill some of those values that she instilled in you when you were that age. Um, I will also say is make sure you're around loved ones, you know, um, around your loved ones, around that time of the year. Um, set something up to where the family comes together. So if somebody's feeling like they want to grieve, y'all can grieve as a family. Y'all can help each other heal as a family. And uh, remembering mm-hmm. who she was. Um, I know that for me, I know, you know, um, I love my mom, both my grandma at a young, real young age. So certain things do trigger me as well. Like I said, um, my grandparents love Thanksgiving. My mom loved Thanksgiving. My mom and love Christmas. So, um, those days, I just do certain traditions that um, that makes me think about them. That also um, also makes me remember, you know, the legacy they left behind. So, as some people know, yes, I do make the sweet potato pies for Thanksgiving for the family. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's something that uh, my grandmothers and my mom taught me how to do. So that's one thing that I do every year, just to you know, just to have that in the back of my head, just to know that um, the way they raised me, the way they, you know things they push me to do and, and, and how they put everything in perspective in life, uh, some of those things I'm using today in my own life. So I would honestly just say set something up so you can be around love. It's okay to grieve. Um, somebody said that 
if you lose a family member, like a grandmother or a mother or a parent, somebody real close to you, that you, you're never the same. Um, the ways you can get over it is you have to stay uh, with, the, with some people who, who, who genuinely love who you are and genuinely understand the relationship you have with your grandmother. So, um, like I said, I would just honestly make sure you set something up to where y'all as a family can be together to where if you need a chosen crown just to grieve and somebody to vent to, everybody in that room understands your feelings and they're able to help you through through that time. So the pain becomes less every day, but you never forget who they were in their mm-hmm. legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree because yeah. a lot of times, but I think too that it's a problem because I think that sometimes people put other people on a grief timeline. Well, mm-hmm. like from somebody may be like, okay, well, I was okay within a month. Okay, well, it's been a year or two years, and you feel that upset? You shouldn't be that upset. And then I think that puts pressure on a lot of people to think that their emotions have to be the same as somebody else's, but everybody is different. And then, too, I think that sometimes people, not everybody is open because you might have some people that, Maybe that they want to talk about that loved one, but then you have mm-hmm. other people to where you can never speak to those people again. But it's like uh, it's almost like the elephant in the room, to where like you can't mention them. Like they almost pretend like they never existed, and then so that they might not feel comfortable because even though that there's family, but they might have you know like difference of opinion or there's some people that even though they're family they're not necessarily close so you might have somebody that's crying over there in the corner they have other family members where they're looking at them like why are you crying like you need to stop doing that or you shouldn't be crying so it's like the like the family dynamics within itself i always say that's very tricky because yeah. some people's yeah. families are tight, and then some people's families are practically strange. Mm-hmm. So you just have to do, like, what's best for you on your own timeline. And if mm-hmm. you can't do it on your own, then it's okay to seek help because there's a lot of stigmas that people will be like, well, you're not supposed to reach out to anybody if you need help. We don't do that. We don't contact professionals, but that's not something that we do. But people need to realize that it's okay if that's what you need to do for yourself, that it's okay. I agree with that. Yeah, so I don't know if you listen to... Disney Plus Day. So before we get into the next question for the Caramel Reply, you know, we usually talk about some, I call it some geeky news. Mm-hmm. That on Disney Plus Day, that they revealed that they are revamping the 1997 X-Men animated series with all the episodes. I saw that. Coming in 2022. Yeah, I now, heard that. I think this would be interesting because they do have some of the um, old episodes that if somebody never seen it before, I believe you could see it on. Mm-hmm. And I think it's on Disney Plus, but if it's not, I'm pretty sure you could find something on YouTube because YouTube 
is like a wonderful place. If somebody is talking mm-hmm. of like a cartoon or anime you have never heard of, you might be able to find a clip on YouTube that somebody posted yep. randomly. So I think that that might be interesting because, as they said, that some of the original voice characters will be resuming those same roles, but then some of the other people they will be playing entirely new people. Mm-hmm. Because because if you've seen that one of the most epic love triangles that was very and dramatic was Chicky Gray, Scott, and Wolverine. So Jean Gray, Cyclops, and Wolverine. That was mm-hmm. one of the most dramatic love triangles ever. Because yeah. it always seemed like that 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 she was conflicted herself. I don't know if it was Jean Grey on this side, and then she had the Phoenix on the other side, mm-hmm. and they score back and forth. <laughs> I don't know. So what did you think about the, the, the love triangle that they had going on? That was deep. As a child, we didn't know what we were watching. <laughs> and as you got older, you realized, like, wait a minute. So was she kicking it with Wolverine, and then she jumped to Scott, or was she always with Scott, and it just somehow something happened with her, and Wolverine had a little thing. Because before the Phoenix came around, Jean was always at that notion of where she would give Wolverine that chance. And everybody know what I mean when mm-hmm. she gave him that chance. And, you know, um, I just feel like uh, once the Phoenix came into play, she kind of had an alibi. You know what I'm saying? She was in a Jada, a Jada Pinkett stage where she had the excuse to go mess with Lou Green. So, Did I feel like... Did you Jada Pinkett phase? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say I don't care who get mad. I'm going to say it. I don't so care who... So, you're talking about the entanglement. She probably had the entanglement with Lou Green because her alibi or her alter ego, the Phoenix, liked it with Green because he was more of, you know, a take-charge man. He was more wild, and she and I think the finish was her wild side. Jean Grey was so conservative, and that's also to the fact that I think uh, Professor X was kind of holding the Phoenix in, so she wouldn't emerge mm-hmm. out. But at the same time, uh, Jean Grey was more conservative, and that's where she was, you know, so romantic with, um, you know, uh, Cyclops. But I feel like when it all came down to push came to shove. Wolverine put his hands on, on Cyclops the right way, and they had to fight for Jean Grey love. I think Wolverine wins that battle, hands down. I think Wolverine, if they had to fight to the death for Jean Grey slash Phoenix, I think Wolverine comes out on top. So uh, that entanglement was And then it was funny because they made it, they made it obvious that Cyclops had figured it out because they were always, like, going back and forth for no good reason a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was always a situation. The air was so thick. You, you, Wolverine smelled it. He was like, hey, she don't love him. I can smell it. She don't love him. I, I know what you really want. And it will always be a situation <laughs> where they'll come back from a mission, and it'll be like something may happen, or, mm-hmm. you know, they'll come back from doing anything, and something may happen. And, and, and if you notice that when something went bad, Wolverine and Jean Grey always seemed to meet up somewhere in the hallway and she expressed how she felt to him more. It was just one of that, that brute man to just give her that hug, like it's everything cool, Trey, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna you know, let let Wolverine handle you, girl. I got you. But when things was going like 
right <laughs> and things happened good in the, in the series. And Scott always had some. It was always some some situation where he had like an issue or he was whining about something or he was trying to be like tough and she could kind of see like you ain't tough bro you just acting tough because you're the leader but I feel like in all in all truth and I think Jean Grey really wanted Wolverine you know what I'm saying but I think mm-hmm. it was something in her that, that did like Scott it was something in her that, that was like yeah I do like him but I overall feel like that she really wanted Wolverine because she he was he betrayed more of the the, the alpha male than 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 Cyclops. I think Scott Summers was just the leader. I don't know how. I think it was by default. But Wolverine was the alpha <laughs> male. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you ain't challenging the alpha mm-hmm. male for nothing. And I think Wolverine really was the alpha male for that situation. But I'm scared to see what these new episodes look like because I've seen a lot of like Paramount redid the Rugrats. I'm pissed. I was just my, I was mad as hell when I saw that. Like why y'all do that mm-hmm. to the Rugrats? Y'all messing up my childhood. Leave me alone. So I just hope that um, <laughs> Disney Plus do do right by do do right by X Men because well, number one, this is gonna tell me if this go series gonna be worth it. If they <clears throat> keep the original theme music and the original, I know they're gonna change the theme video, but keep the theme music the same. If if it's any change like, to the theme, to. that's like one of the best uh, openings. You gotta you keep have, that, you right. have to keep the music. You got to find some way to update the, the like the pictures. But that song, if that mm-hmm. song don't come out, I'm automatically cutting it. I'm nope, because y'all not already messed it up from jump. So I, we we just have to see what happens. Yeah, because another reboot that I heard about them talking about was. I don't know if people are familiar with the Proud family, but I'm pretty sure that that they mm-hmm. should be familiar. That they're bringing the Proud family back too. It's supposed to be the same cast. Yeah, I, 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 you know what? I saw the trailer for that, and I was highly impressed. And I felt that if they just gave them a more updated look, they didn't mm-hmm. go too far on the updated look. They just gave them. They bring them into the 21st century with the graphics and the design, but they ain't go overboard. They just did slight tweaks, and they kept everything the same, so you still get that as kids. So they get that nostalgia of that being the show that you watched when you was a kid instead of, you know, something. I don't know what the hell it is. I'm still mad at the damn Rugrats. I, I'm sorry I keep bringing it up, but that's just irritating right there, the way they did that. I haven't okay. watched it, but I did see, but I did see the animation, and it looked it looked, um, it almost looked like they used Play-Doh. <laughs> like yeah. it, it, it looked like they used Play-Doh. I thought I was watching Jimmy Neutron. I thought I was watching Jimmy Neutron. I said, oh, Jimmy Neutron is a baby. And then the Rugrats song came out. I said, uh, I just, I, like, my feelings was hurt. I'm like, y'all, y'all really made Rugrats and Jimmy Neutron. Clash, I was through. I'm still through with it. <laughs> and then lastly, before I forget, again, if anybody is interested, that Hawkeye will premiere on November oh, 24th. So if you're looking for something to watch while you're getting ready for Thanksgiving, that's your perfect family gathering. I think it's going to release. I think 
the, just the first two, if I'm not mistaken. So the first mm-hmm. two episodes, or you could wait until Thanksgiving, or that could be your pre-Thanksgiving, because, you know, sometimes people, they do sample the food before Thanksgiving. Some people, I heard that they, that they would eat just a little bit of everything the day before Thanksgiving, almost like people open up one gift on Christmas Eve. Now, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's true, but that's what I heard. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with. I'm, I'm, I'm with. Before I get to these times, I'm with the Hawkeye joint. I'm, I'm, I'm 100 behind that. Um, I really am impressed with the overall uh, with um, Marvel is doing with their TV shows. Um, like I said, some, some, some I was more intrigued than others, but at the same time, everything mm-hmm. that that Marvel is doing with this MC universe while adding TV shows in, in between. The gaps of the movies is amazing. I am, mm-hmm. I appreciate it. As a kid, as a, as a grown kid that loves Marvel and all comic books, mm-hmm. I, I really do appreciate them. I hundred percent appreciate them. And um, I, I I saw the trailer before we go any further. I gotta say this too. I saw the trailer for the new Spider-Man movie. I don't know if you saw it. Yes, yes, I was so excited I, as I, well. I, I, this Mar- trailer Marvel, made me I, even more excited. Absolutely. I think, matter of fact, I think you posted it. Like, before I saw it on TV, yeah. you had posted it, and I hit the button. As soon as I got off Facebook, I turned on my TV, and it, and it played back. I said, yep, I salute Marvel, because y'all doing the thing with that situation. So, definitely blessed for that one. I can't wait for that. Just everything that they putting out, I'm appreciative of. So, what I'm going to do now is get into some more music. This new joint is from... Tiffany Page is called Hold My Hand Live right here, OG Radio. Y'all know my motto is not a world for me. It's just played on OG Radio. Let's go.
wanna fuck with a bitch like me. He's tryna hump on a bitch like me. He wanna ride in the passenger seat, but I told him ain't shit free 50 on three. Ain't shit cheap, drop another G. Ain't shit sweet, cavity to teeth. He about 6'3, ride him like a 10 speed, all up in the whip. He murder for the plea. I only fuck with a nigga got bread, good head, big feet and big bed, slow fade, bald head of the dread. Stick shift, I drift, I rev. Christmas, I gift, I sled. Lift, lift, suicide all dead. Quick, quick, put the metal to the pad. We Chris, I be the butter for the spread, nigga. Amen. I cruising, a cruising, Medusa the skin. Two different blues, bitch, I'm BB, I spin. Gator paints in the bank, out of I to the M. Rolling in dough, look like pound and What a coupe too red, but the top dead. Inside looking like Nino. Thoroughbred nigga like a mop head. Got a wrist same color as the Pico. Left for a little minute, now he back down. And the hood popping willies like Rico. Keep a dollar like his first name, Creflo. Presto money, baby, I ain't trying to preach though. Good game, but he ain't trying to rep her. Good game, so he probably you have her. Stone cold for the kill, no wrestler. I got ease on my line, though Tesla. I got Vins on the rims, chrome diesel. Fire with the pipe, the exhaust blow, freezel. Candy for the paint, wood grain be the easel. Slick shit, a hundred thou for the free throw. Let him eat though. Y'all know what it is, your boy, Mr. FK OG Radio. We're back in the building, man. You already know what it is. We still in and locked in with the common room play with Amber Six. What's good? Yes, we're going to get into question number two for the Caramel What's Your Scoop of Life segment. So the topic for this question is to go or not to go. I received a question from Diamond. Diamond? What's your scoop? Hi, Amethyst. I have a dilemma. My three-year-old refuses to use her potty. I even got her one that makes flushing sounds. She does not even attempt to use it. We practice her potty routine every day with bathroom breaks in between eating and drinking. There is also a schedule for nap time and bedtime. Even with all of this, she still shows no interest in using her potty. She can ask for McDonald's fries and chicken nuggets, but will not say she has to go potty. She also wears pull-ups, and she knows how to pull them down. But, honey, she throws a fit when she poops, a.k.a. cow pies. She will say, Mommy off. Mommy, get it off. I mean, with the attitude and all. I figure if she doesn't like it on her, then why won't she just sit on the potty? I try to make sure that she is not afraid. She likes to be called a big girl, so I tell her that big girls use the potty. Still, nothing works. This little diva calls herself telling me how to do things, even down to the potty. It's funny because you can tell when she has to use it because she stands there like a rock, so rigid, not smiling or moving or nothing. But in her eyes, she looks like she's scared. I try not to laugh, but she looks so funny. Amethyst, any suggestions? Hi, Diamond. Thank you for your submission. Diamond, this is a very sticky situation. Have you thought about when you go to the bathroom to take her with you? 
place her on her own body chair while you sit on the commode. Perhaps if she can observe you, then maybe she will imitate you. Another suggestion is to compliment and reward her when she attempts to pull her pull-up down. It's possible that she doesn't want anything on her end. The next idea is that you make up a special song or a game specifically for potty time. She may enjoy the sing-along and look forward to getting on the potty. I would like to offer another suggestion, which is to buy a booster seat to sit over the regular toilet and a step stool. She might like copying you, and she may feel that she is truly a big girl if she gets to use the same pot as you. This helped me when I was training my baby cousin. As long as she gets the concept and does number one or number two, it's progress. Allow her to be in charge and also maybe teach her of how she can empty the pot on her own with your assistance. This gives her even more of a bigger role because I can tell that she is wise beyond her years. When I was potty training my cousin, he couldn't wait to help out. He eventually began to use the big commode on his own because he loved hearing the sound of the actual toilet and that you could actually see the cow pie as it disappeared. I hope that this is very helpful. Man, that's deep. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> look, hey, ladies, I'm going to tell you this. I don't know how old the child is. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. did she say how old the child was? No, yes, no. Okay, you didn't say how no, old the child was. But but, but I'm guessing, I'm guessing. I, I'll say between one and two. I'm guessing. Yeah, one I'll and two. So check this out. Um, that's the part of having a baby. You got to deal with that. I don't know what to tell you, um, because kids gonna do what they want to when they get that age. They just do whatever they want to, and you just have to make sure they do whatever they want to in the means of sanity for your own sake. Two, uh, <laughs> look, it's this video called Elmo's Potty Time. Um, I use that on my niece. Uh, and every time she hit, she saw the video, she would start singing the song, Elmo's Potty Time, which means she had to go to the bathroom. And people were like, why is she singing that song? There's something wrong with her. I said, no, it's causing an alarm. She's letting you know it's about to go down. Um, uh I know it sounds crazy, but like I love my niece to death, and I'm I'm glad that she was smart enough to 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 give us a warning to tell us that it was that time. And um, mm-hmm. as she got older, she stopped singing the potty time song. She would just go use the bathroom, had no functions to come out. My youngest niece, uh, she was the one who just she had to she she was in she was a true kid. It just baby, we like like eight months to. You know, one or two, she just, hey, yeah, I had to go. I go. I went already. Now, as we kind of had to tell, like, no, you got to tell us you have the bathroom. Nothing's wrong. You got to go use the bathroom. Use the bathroom. And we tried the MO party time. She wasn't with the party time. Um, it was some other little cartoon that she was watching, and they did some potty training stuff. And she started saying that song, which meant it was that time. So I don't know. Maybe you should try watching, like, uh, 
sprout videos on YouTube to, to get your kid comfortable enough to see signs to where, okay, I got to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Maybe they might not say, sing a song like my nieces. Maybe they might just say a phrase from the from the cartoon and let you know it's, you know, it's go time. Um, so those are just some of the options that I give you right now. Other than that, mm-hmm. you just either going to have to deal with it or deal with it or, you know, <laughs> Get your own method, but like I said, um, try watching the, you know, the, the Sprout videos and Nickelodeon Junior's videos, and maybe one of those methods to help you out. Mm-hmm. So I have one additional segment question. I'll say, Mrs. Anonymous submitted the question, and she asked me. What would my perfect vacation location be? Okay, so I have a couple of places that I would like to visit. Mm-hmm. I would say um, Paris is one. Okay. Two, I would say... Um, someplace tropical, maybe the Bahamas, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the Bahamas, but something like that. Okay. And three, I would like, I would say maybe something where, like, you would go, like, I would say snowboarding, although I can't snowboard. But someplace like that, maybe like Aspen or something like that. So I would say those are three locations that I would like to visit for a trip. I would say a little bit of each season. I think it would be good scenery. I think it would be good photo opportunities and things like that. I just want to go somewhere warm. Mm -hmm. I just want to go to my warm. Like if if it depends, you know what I say that it depends on what season I'm in. Um, if we in Chicago and we in the summer, and then I wouldn't want to go mm-hmm. to where it's not as hot as 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 uh, um, Chicago. You mm-hmm. know, um, summer warm. I want to go something warm. I like warm climate, not too warm. Mm-hmm. I've been to Denver. Like I, my, I've been to Denver. Denver has been laid back, been real cool. I really appreciate Denver the love they show. Um, I've been to Miami. Miami's fun. I want to go to an island. Give me take me to an island, Hawaii, Punta mm-hmm. Cana, Dominican, some, somewhere where I could just chill and I could just listen to the ocean and just relax, give me some, get some sleep, you know, you know, do stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Just that's where I want to be. Somewhere warm. Um, yeah, that's that's just something warm because um, I'm tired of Chicago winters. I know I, I should say that, but um, Chicago winters are depressing. Um, yeah, but, but I don't think <laughs> the last two years, I don't think it's been as bad as it usually is. Sure was for me. The last two years, we like we usually have so so much snow. It didn't seem mm-hmm. like that the last two years it didn't snow as often. I mean, last we did get bad. snow, but it hey, wasn't it like. Got bad. Crazy, crazy. Shoot, I got snowed in twice. Well, maybe that's the product of lazy people. I mean, lazy um, apartment complexes not want to shovel their they people out and they got to do it for themselves. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe so. Maybe so. Um, I don't know if you have another one, but I have a few uh, topics that I have to get to. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're all uh, Thanksgiving themed. So y'all bear with me because Thanksgiving is coming up. So, you know, I love my people. Shout out to all my OG radio fans out there who support what we got going on. So I was literally uh, listening to the radio this morning, and somebody sent me a message. They're like, you've been listening to the radio? I said, no. No, I'm listening to the radio like that. So um, there's a situation <laughs> where a lady gave her boyfriend or her husband an ultimatum to where she was saying that um, – they either had to go to one person's house together or they ain't going nowhere. Because normally the situation was where, you know, Thanksgiving, he, you know, they make like one or two or three stops to different grandparents' mm-hmm. houses, and they always end up at her people's houses. Or they start at her people's house, leave, and then they come back. So um, she has a problem with it. She said either you come to my parents' house or don't meet me here ever again. Um now, I wanted to answer this as niggerous as possible, but I didn't. I was like, nah, <laughs> number one, y'all going to be mad. I'm going to give y'all both answers. So, one, I'm going to give you the nice answer. One, I said that uh, y'all should sit down and talk. See, why does she don't want to go to your people cribs or she don't want to do this house hopping? I mean, there's a lot of reasons behind it. You know, you go to certain spots and the food not good, or you go to certain spots and have the food going or the food cold. That's easy fix. You go to the first house who make the best food, and that where nobody actually made a potato salad. Um, you go to the, you go to one spot if you know they they turkey ain't dry. So it's a plan when you go to these spots. <laughs> so the ignorant answer was was telling her like, hey, look, I'm gonna go do what I do. You go do what you do, and if you gonna break up with me over. <laughs> Thanksgiving and where we need to go, then you can go to that dry macaroni and cheese house. You can go to that dry turkey house. You can eat that. I'm finna go do what I normally do. I'm gonna go support all my family members, and we gonna together. We gonna come together. Oh, I'll be like, you know what? How about you cook and you invite people over, and I can sit in the house, and I ain't gotta go no damn way, and we ain't gotta go house hopping. We can invite people over here. So. What do you think about that? How do you how do you feel like he should? I gave you my opinion. How do you feel like he should handle that situation? So I think that okay. So if you already been dating someone for a period of time, you should already talk about the holidays early because the holidays are hectic. Some people they travel, some people don't, and then and then too. Okay, so I think that especially with the way the world is and the times are currently even if it's somebody's house that you might not necessarily like their food if you can and you can accommodate that person to go hang around their family members or friends I think that you should because the the world is crazy and life is short so if you can see those people on the holidays we're not saying that you have to stay there for hours but if you want to make a quick pit stop or, you know, or maybe that might want to be the last place that you want to go because maybe you're not necessarily going to see them for the food. You're just going for maybe the ambiance or you just like to hang out with them or maybe they have the fun games or so maybe somebody might pull out Twister or something crazy. Okay, so yeah. maybe you should reserve them for last. 
And then, too, I think that it would be an option that people forget that you can also incorporate the 24th, okay, because most people by then, they don't have to go to work because they're already preparing to travel. So you can split the time up within those two days instead of trying to make it to everyone's house within that one day. And then another option is, like you said, start hosting the holidays at your house so then both family members can come to both to come to your place. So then her family and people from your family, that they could come. And it's, you have, well, some people, parents and grandparents, that they're stuck on that the holidays have to happen at their house. So it might right. be your best bet to do something like that. Mhm. Right, right, Probably right. Probably in advance because some people, you know, they like, okay, that in the history of the family, Thanksgiving has never been held at somebody else's house and it never will. Okay, so you have some time with like that. Yeah. But I think that you have to make that you have to make a plan or you yeah. really have to get an early start. Okay, if you're going yeah. to like five people house, you can't get started at like one o'clock or three o'clock. Right. You need to be up early. You can have Thanksgiving breakfast. You can have Thanksgiving lunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can just keep on going down the line. Yeah. But you need to prepare. That. You have to yeah. prepare for the holiday. Fact. Fact. Because uh I feel like you got to go to the grandparents' house early. You got to go to the grandparents' house early because they're going to go to sleep by 4 o'clock. And then that's what I say in the grandparents' house. You know the food is already ready. Now, some people, they really prepare. Now, some people, everything is done. They're just reheating. Some people are actually cooking on Thanksgiving Day. So you know that you're not going to eat until maybe, I'll say maybe 5 o'clock. That might be your first meal. Facts. And then you have the people that's already grumpy because they're waiting on the first meal. But yeah. sampling all day, we're just talking about sample. We're not talking about full fledged meal where you can't eat food. You know, you, mm-hmm. you can't get as much as you want. It's just a little taste right. test at everyone's house. And if you go to somebody's house and their food is horrible, why don't you tell them? You know, they might not know it. Because I think that sometimes that people get accustomed to fixing food the way that they eat it. So if nobody tells them that it doesn't taste good, they're accustomed to eating it that way. That's what they eat. So they're accustomed to they're accustomed to preparing food their own way. But if nobody ever tells them that, hey, when you fix the spaghetti, maybe you need a little sugar in the sauce. <laughs> maybe you just need to stop cooking. <laughs> All together. Or maybe when you fix or when you fix the dressing that you leave out the poultry seasoning. You hey, know, it, it could be little things. Well you just don't cook it up. <laughs> Everybody cook their favorite dish. Some people it takes it takes practice. Some people some people is gonna be trialing. Oh, I know. Some people that they might need six Thanksgiving and six Christmas to get it together. Oh no, you ain't got but that long. Pop- you better get that out of the way before uh, Christmas holidays get <laughs> Oh no, no! All you gotta do is to find out somebody cooking. But they got kids. The kids gonna tell the truth. Kids petty. Kids don't care. Kids is gonna go ham. And I don't mean the food. They gonna disrespect all the way through and through. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's bad in these streets when you can't cook, and people gonna tell you that you can't cook. You know what I'm saying? So you have to understand that. You gotta understand that. You have but, to understand but, but that. Have you ever had a situation where somebody might be like, Oh my god, like I swear 
they can say, like, my mom or my grandma, they make the best, I'm going to just say turkey and dressing, the best mm-hmm. turkey and dressing that you ever had. Everybody and their family that they raised about it, but then when you taste it, it's not good to you. Yeah, because every family different. So, yeah, I get that. I get that. <laughs> I understand that to the hundred power. I really do. I really do. So, uh, the second Thanksgiving theme situation <laughs> that we have in these streets is, you know, um, everybody likes to travel um, for mm-hmm. the holidays, whether you take a plane, train, automobile, whatever you want to call it. Um, Mm-hmm. It's a situation where somebody you ride with somebody or something like that, and they feel like um, they want to get there at a faster pace than normal. But you riding with mm-hmm. some people who you know gonna have an issue with your driving. Mm-hmm. So the question was like, if you go on a road trip with your family members or your family, do you prefer to mm-hmm. fly, drive, or you know what I'm saying, take a train? Now, um, one thing is that taking a flight, you may want to have to book that months in advance. Taking the train, I ain't never mm-hmm. did that. Nowhere real, real far, less than two hours, I had to get on the train. But driving, mm-hmm. they say when driving, mm-hmm. do you do you do a rotation? Do you let everybody drive? Or do you like, no, nah, these two designated drivers, y'all alternate, everybody else just, just chill. So... Mm-hmm. My opinion is don't fly because it's gonna be home alone five, and you ain't gonna like it. Everybody trying to get to one spot, everybody <laughs> cranky, everybody trying to make their flight. They will fight you if they miss their flight. All that situation getting to the airport, hell, train. I ain't never been there. And I don't think I'd do it. I just don't, you know. I don't know. But for everybody who's driving. I've I've officially broken my own record. I've driven to Tennessee. This would be my third year in a row driving to Tennessee. My second year driving for Thanksgiving. Um, that goes right, right along with the last situation we had with the uh, Thanksgiving and the house situation. So um, every year, my auntie, you know, she puts out a group chat, chat text message mm-hmm. to where we can have, you know, somebody else host uh, Thanksgiving. But then there's a situation where, like, Christmas, I don't know how people do Christmas, but Christmas Eve, somebody, we do our Christmas Eve, like Christmas night, like Christmas night uh, parties, whatever like that. But we don't let mm-hmm. the same person host at their house. Like, everybody who got their own nice little apartment situation, house, whatever it is, host um, Thanksgiving or they host um, Christmas Eve. So my thing is, with driving to Tennessee, um, you just want to make sure for three things. One, that people don't overindulge in in beverages while driving, because I'm not making 15 bathroom stops. Unless you got a medical condition <laughs> where you got to go to the bathroom, I'm not making no stops. Because so basically it comes down to who sets the rules in the car. The person, the two designated drivers set the rules in the car, number one. Number two, whatever mm-hmm. the rules are, everybody got to apply by, 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 by. I don't care if the younger person driving and the older people in the back. I'm going to need y'all to do what I ask y'all to do. Cut down on your alcohol, <laughs> on your on your beverage drinking. Cut down on your heavy food, heavy eating, whatever like that, because either you can rent a, mm-hmm. rent a car or a van or 
You can drain your own vehicle. I prefer for you to rent a car because your car probably barely make it to work. So that's here nor there. But <clears throat> to answer the question, I think the person who sets the rules in the car is the person who's going to be doing majority of the driving. And about the travel situation, I feel like the best bet um, is to plan ahead. Um, if you're going, if you're going to fly, go buy your ticket three, three months in advance. Train. I don't mm-hmm. know how fast you need to do it, but make sure you get like one of them um, spots where you got like a little little breathing room. You can move around. You can stand up, stuff like that. And then driving, the person who's driving the car makes the rules. That's it. Mhm. Okay, so I would say that if you choose to go the road trip route. I would say that you need to make sure that everyone is packed and ready in advance. And I mean like weeks in advance. Because if you don't, somebody is going to throw you off schedule. And now you're going to already be two hours or more behind even leaving before you even start. You're already going to be behind because somebody they're going to forget. Oh, wait. Hold on, I gotta go and pack this or then somebody before you get started. Wait, I'm a little bit hungry. I think we need to go to McDonald's. <laughs> so there's gonna be a detour before you even start. So mm-hmm. for like packing, you need to make sure that unless everybody is gonna bring their own snacks, you need to have somebody that make sure that they pack extras because somebody always forgets something. So then it's a cut down on your trips that you need to go to the gas station because a lot of times people that they don't have to go to the bathroom, they just want some snacks because they forgot to pack whether it was water, pop, chips, candy, or whatever somebody might want to snack on. Somebody, they could pack some sandwiches, put it in the cooler. That would cut off a lot of time because even if you go to drive through to place your order, if it's a long line, you're waiting. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of times people that they want to get out, they want they need to stretch their legs. And then two of the designated drivers, I say that they need to be patient because you can't have nope. a driver that easily get agitated. They they're cranky. They're upset. They're already on edge. And then you don't want somebody that's going to drive and going too crazy. Okay, we want to make sure that everybody gets to their designation. Okay, we don't want to do a two hundred miles per hour on the expressway. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're in a rush or that they're irritated that it's too many people in that confined space and everybody needs to breathe, you know. They, they they need to get away from each other a little bit. So I wouldn't say, well, I haven't flown, so I haven't been in a plane. I have not been on a, you said train, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't been on a train for like, not to go like out of town, I haven't been on a train. So usually we will go in the car. But like I said, you need to make sure that you plan. And you need to have, a lot of time it's better to have at least two vehicles, if possible, to have two. Instead of just one. To give people enough space to not, you know, sleep. Sometimes the other driver, they need to take turns and to rest. And sometimes it could be a little cramped if you got all these suitcases, all these luggage, and everybody is like elbow to elbow. Mm-hmm. 
So, so for whatever you decide, I would say that you just need to plan. Make sure that you have a plan and try to stick to it as much as possible. Yeah, I feel like I feel like the same way. You gotta you gotta have a set plan, but um, I already know. I might as well get let y'all ladies be mad at me for saying this. But why do y'all pack y'all bags ten minutes before you walk out the door? Like you still in the packing process? Like what's what's the problem? Like I don't understand why you got you still packing and I'm ready to walk out the door and you still well maybe I should wear these with these. It's like if you don't bring yourself, I don't understand that. And then it's like y'all. I'm I'm just telling you I was from experience. You see our bag, we got like a duffel bag, like we're gonna go move some weight and you like we're gonna mm-hmm. be going for five days. How do you have all your clothes in there? Okay, one thing is I got mm-hmm. taught how to military folks. Number one, I got somebody, my one of my brothers in the army, he taught me how to military folks. So instead of being able to only have like three outfits in the bag, I could damn near get seven. Mm-hmm. Shoe situation, I'm keeping it basic. You know what I'm saying? Two shoes, mm-hmm. a pair on my feet. So that's three the three pair of shoes. Two in the bag, one for if we go out, like club situations, stuff like that. Um, another pair just for everyday walking around, my feet got to be comfortable. And the third one, whatever's on my feet, those are like emergency, <laughs> emergency. I'm running out the door. They still look nice enough that I can rock them outside with an outfit, but if need be, I can switch it up. So um, you cover all bases. You just got to understand that... Um, Ladies, men are simple. Why are we simple? Because we're trying mm-hmm. to get to where we're trying to get to. We're trying to get out. When we're on vacation, we're just trying to relax. We don't care about what's going on back at home. We don't care about none of that. We are trying to relax. So that's mm-hmm. what we do. We we so direct with ours. We are so simple. We, we Everything is simple with us, from how we dress to what we want to eat in life to what we do, period. It ain't nothing against y'all. We, we just simple creatures, ladies. And I just don't need, I just don't know why it take y'all so long to pack a bag, and then when y'all pack the bag, y'all overpack stuff. Then y'all try to put stuff in our bag because our bag like we ain't got nothing in it. And then when you go wherever you at <laughs> on vacation, y'all buy stuff to know that you can't even you you ain't even have enough room to put the stuff that you bring here. So how you gonna put something in there that you didn't bring there? So. Mm-hmm. That's just my thing. I'm just telling you, I know that's what it but is. for packing, well, it depends because, okay, so some ladies, they might have a lot of steps to their routine. Some ladies, they, they keep it simple. So it depends. So especially, like, if you're going someplace and you know you're going to be gone, i say, like, over a day or so, typically you will pack the things that you think that you might need because then if you don't pack it, then you might need it. Then you don't really have to worry about, like, making a trip to, i say, someplace like Target or Walmart or something. Mm-hmm. That, for something that you might have forgot. But it depends because there's a lot of, just for, like, I would just say, like, moisturizing. Okay, there can mm-hmm. be a lot of steps to moisturizing. Okay, so you might have your body scrub. You might have your shower gel, uh, you can have your in-shower lotion that you rinse off, you can have your in-shower body oil. So that within itself, 
that's like about five products. Because some people, they, they do the moisturizing regimen every day. Some people do it every couple of days. But some people, every time they take a shower, it's a process. Then you have the other people that just say that you have a hair routine for your hair, so then you need all those products that you need to pack. So you might have your shampoo, your conditioner. Some people, they use the pre-poo. They use the, um, then some people, they make up their own special hair serum that they put in their hair. So then we're just talking about, now these are just body products and hair products. Now we're not going into the hairspray. You might need mousse. You might need gel. (laughs) Okay, so that's just for those products. Then for some people that, that have the skincare routine, so then you might have something like micellar water. Um, you might have your makeup removing wipes if you wear makeup. You might have CC cream. You might have BB cream. You could use foundation. Uh, some people, they like to wear false eyelashes, so you need the eyelashes, the glue, the eyeshadow. So then that's just in your makeup bag. Then you have to get to if you have supplies that you use to style your hair. So this could be a flat iron, electric pressing comb, electric curling iron. And then now we're going to get to the clothes part. Now you might have... Now some people, they can't close a lot. That's some people, okay, they have one outfit that they wear to travel. And as soon as you arrive at the destination, they're going to change out of that outfit. Then you have some people that have the pajamas, and then you have one outfit for just being casual, one outfit, like you said, if you might go to the club or something like that. Then you have an outfit that you put on when you return home. So this is for people that, you know, that that do a lot. This, these are examples of why it's so much going on in the bag. Then you need multiple shoes because you have the shoes that, that look cute, but they might hurt your feet. So then you need flats. And then you need another backup pair just in case you don't want to wear either one of those. Then the weather could change. So then you might need to pack a sweater. You might need to pack You're going to never make it. You're going to never so make I it. Hope that, I hope that this explanation was helpful to try to give you the idea of why it's so much going on. Because it depends. Now, some people routine, that that is very simple. But they don't do much to their hair. They just they don't do all that moisturizing regimen. They just use body wash, lotion, oil. They keep it simple. So their bag might be as compact as yours. It really depends. But that's like an example. Uh-uh-uh. And then, too, oh, oh, and then lastly, then, too, that if some of the items that you take with you, that you will pack them last because you're going to use them that morning while you're getting ready. And so the, those could be the last items that they're packing. Uh, uh, uh. Fellas, we're not putting them in time schedule because they still ain't walked out the door yet. <laughs> we are still getting outfits together and ready and all that. That is not a good sign. That is not a good sign. It's not at all. It's not at all. And we still in the house. We still we ready to go, but y'all still in the house. Trying to figure out what y'all want to wear, uh, to make all this mm-hmm. other stuff that's going on in life. It's like it's downhill. It's downhill, fellas. It's downhill from there. So I mean, 
don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just. And to just be, just expect that it might take a little bit longer. You got to start packing uh, last week. Mm. You got to start packing last week. Yeah. It just that's that's bad all the way around. It's really, really, really bad. So, yeah. So I got one more, and this is a little. It's still holiday theme, but it's kind of messed up. So, um, somebody hit me up and asked me about. Um, let's say somebody has a a significant other they're not with, but you know it's the baby daddy baby mama situation. And holidays come up, y'all, you know, you and your significant other, y'all co-parenting and whatever like that. So it's always a big thing for kids to always be, you know, present in Thanksgiving. So how would you, what, what they ask me, how would you work out the situation where um, the father wanted to take the kid, like, on, you know, maybe they going to Tennessee for, you know, one of their grandparents. You know, uh, Thanksgiving. They may be going out of town for Thanksgiving. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody asked, like, what is, would that be a problem for the significant other to allow their kid to go on vacation? Not vacation, but to go see a grandparent for the holidays. Because I know certain mm-hmm. parents who don't allow their kids to travel with their baby mama or baby daddy's uh significant mm-hmm. other with them. So they was like, what would you do if you wanted to take your kid uh, out of town for the holidays? But the baby mama said the only way you could take him if your significant other does not go or you can't take him or her. Um, I just mm-hmm. feel like you have to be a better co-parent. You have to understand that life got to go on. Do not use this kid as a pawn or just you know, and put that kid in a bad situation where he has to choose between the parents. No, he still has both his parents. As long as y'all are alive, that kid has a mother or father regardless of the situation. So you have to treat him as such. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like, honestly, come up with a plan. Don't just bring it on somebody like a week before. A week before y'all leave. Give it like, like, hey, you know, this year, you know, I know Thanksgiving like four or five months away. Um, I just want you to know mm-hmm. that, you know, my grandparents, it's, it's like a special Thanksgiving, like they 50th, 80th, it's like an anniversary situation. I want to take my son with me to, you know, Arkansas or Michigan or Atlanta or whatever. And I just wanted to make sure let you know if, if everything would be cool if I take them, you know, take, you know, take my child to go see their grandparents on a special, you know, weekend. Um, I feel like if you set boundaries, you set guidelines, you it, it may or may not work out. Or you just may have one of them evil baby mamas or baby dads who went online. You'd go down that state without them. So um, I would just mm-hmm. say a plan. Just just plan better and just let them know everything that's going to happen during the trip, after the trip, what time y'all coming back. You know, just to keep the peace, man, because I feel like that kid shouldn't be deprived of seeing his grandparents that's not in the state because his you know, the, the the parents of the family act in real ignorance. So just give yourself time and give yourself space. And I guarantee you that'll work out. Mm-hmm. So I would say that you have to make sure that communication is, that communication is clear 
I wouldn't say that just for the holiday, just if you're a parent and you're not no longer with your child's mother or father, that it's important to communicate. Mm-hmm. And usually for the holidays, it's that a lot of times the people that they put the focus on themselves, like their emotions and their feelings, instead of putting the child's feelings first. Because mm-hmm. I know that it's really rare, but I think that they should be able to not talk about this situation specifically, but I think that you should be able to have family time with the mother, father, and their child and the parents not being in a relationship or as a mm-hmm. couple, that you still should be able to have family time. So you should be right. able to, even if for the holidays, the child shouldn't have to choose because you should right. be able to put aside your differences to come together and maybe they'll get to see both parents on the holiday or maybe right. they already know that each year there's a alternate. So it's mm-hmm. like that you already prepared, you already know every year you're going to alternate Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and Christmas with your mom and dad, mm-hmm. and then it becomes mm-hmm. kind of like a routine so they won't be right. blindsided, then they don't have to be upset. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times the people that it, it's not easy, but, but you should try to make life as simple as simple as it can be mm-hmm. because when you make it so difficult and then your holiday is ruined and you ruin somebody else's holiday mm-hmm. and then you have so much stress and holiday is supposed to be about the good times not create mm-hmm. bad memories well, so that's, that's, that's what I think you should do you know put, put the kids first even if you have mm-hmm. to pretend you know, even if you have to pretend that you get along, don't let them feel that tension. Don't let that tension be so obvious to make yeah, the child uncomfortable. I definitely, definitely, definitely agree with that to the hundred, hundred power. Definitely do. Uh, like I said, uh, before we get out of here, we're gonna play some music. We'll do some everything. We got so, one uh, more. Mhm. We got one more. We oh yeah, let's more. get the. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this will be topic number two. So a couple of weeks back, someone submitted that they would like to know the five types of people that you could be dating. So two weeks ago, we did Are You the Food Gal or Food Guy? So for this week, we'll talk about Are You the Sugar Daddy, Sugar Mama, or the sugar baby. So if Mm. you are not familiar with what this means, a sugar daddy or a sugar mama is a person who gives a sugar baby companionship, gifts, money, and more, while a sugar baby is on the receiving end of that arrangement. So, for sugar daddies, sugar mamas, and sugar babies, first, let's make it very clear that this should be amongst adults. I repeat, adults, 18 plus. Just want to make sure that that part is clear, that we're talking about adults for this. Okay. Every situation is different. 
But some people, they might not be aware that they are a sugar daddy, a sugar mama, or a sugar baby because people have a tendency to give missed signals, and your signals could be crossed. If one of the parties feels that the role everyone has is pretty obvious, and you could call it relationship or dating or arrangement or whatever term you want to use, they may assume that there is no reason to explain because they already assume that that person will know automatically. For example, if a guy is like a silver fox and he talks to someone that's younger than him, he may already assume that she thinks that, oh, okay, I'm a sugar baby and he's my sugar daddy. But that might not be the case. She might actually think that this is a real relationship because sometimes people in their relationship, some people do shower the person that they're dating with a lot of gifts. They pay for things. So that's not outside of the norm. So that could be regular. It depends because people do different things for the people that they like or care about or interested in. But I think that it's very important that you make everything known. In order for things to run smoothly, even if you think that this could be or not be a sugar daddy, sugar mama, or sugar baby situation, you need to have a conversation. You need to discuss what are you looking for, what are your expectations, and what are you not looking for so everyone will be able to decide early on if this could be a good match or a good pairing, or to make sure that everyone is on the same page. And also, for those who may be interested in becoming one of the three, a sugar daddy, sugar mama, or sugar baby, I discovered that there are actually some apps that might be helpful in your search. The apps are Seeking, Rich Meets Beautiful, Elite Singles, Cougar Life, Ashley Madison, and Silver Singles. But just as a note, to get the best out of some of these apps, that you might be required to join a subscription service. But as with anything, also, I would say be on the lookout for catfish. Because, you know, catfishes are still real. Don't do anything crazy. Take your time and pay attention. Don't be hasty. Don't send money to somebody that you don't know anything about. Just take your time, do your research, and proceed with caution. I'll say that. Yeah. And that's my thoughts on that topic. (laughs) So this is simple, y'all. Like I said, you know. Sugar mamas are a certain age, to be honest. Number one, sugar mamas, sugar daddies are a certain age. Number one, number two, they're already in the cougar stage. That don't mean they in their 30s. they in their late 30s, early 40s, 40-something. Two, sugar mama or sugar daddy is going to treat you as such. They're going to make sure you always fed. They're going to never let you leave them hungry and broke. But at one Sunday time, they just want somebody to spend time with them. Now, sugar mama gonna mm-hmm. want some of that. She she gonna want to give you some sugar. She gonna she, cause you know older women they they hormones kick in and they be more hot than normal. So sugar mama gonna want some action. 
Depend on how much you like the sugar mama, depend on how much action you're going to give her. A sugar daddy <laughs> nowadays, Mr. James ain't going for the little hug, kiss on the cheek, mess with him a little bit. Uh, it's too much uh, performance enhancing stuff out here now. And these old men still, you know what I'm saying, coming to him and, and, and they still putting damage on these young women and they ain't ready for it. <laughs> so you got to be careful when you getting you a sugar mama's going to do things. To a younger man, he ain't never got done to him in his life because she done been through the ring and she know what life's about already, and she already understanding what most men like. That's what she like. She she understand her role. She don't care. She gonna stand her lane, but she gonna she got ways to gonna make sure you come back. A sugar daddy, oh he he plot. He gonna plot. He gonna plot. There's gonna be a certain one of times you call him and and, and you gonna hit Mister James up. Cause you need a little bread, cause you laid on some bills, and he gonna let you know. Uh, you gonna have to do a little something, something to get this bread. And she gonna be like, All right, whatever, okay. Mr. James ain't playing. He hear about that life, and now you can't show him something. You got to get him something. Depending on how much you you keep asking for, it accumulates. You keep on letting it accumulate. He gonna say, All right, now. I told you one of them days that pill was gonna kick in. That Bluetooth kicked in. It's game time. You got to deal with Mr. James. So be careful out here trying to get you a cool boy, sugar daddy. Think you're going to come out like Pam Landerson and Buddy going to die in three weeks and you ain't got to do nothing to him. But Ugg going to change his type and put, put the oxygen thing on his nose. Nah, nah. It ain't going like that. It ain't going. You better you better find another solution. You better get on your own job because it ain't going to work in this city. I'm telling you that right now. It ain't going to work. So, uh, yeah, that's what it is, short and simple. That's exactly what I gave you. <laughs> and if anybody decides to try the app, please call in and let us know your experience. Definitely call in. <laughs> we want to know. I want to know. I want to know. That would be hilarious. Somebody called, like, yeah, I tried that app. Let me tell you what happened. It is what it yeah. is. I already know that it is some people out there that's listening. You know that you could be late. You know that this that this topic was about you. Don't be afraid yeah. to call in. You mm-hmm. can remain anonymous on air as well. Yeah, yeah, you definitely Don't can. Be scared you got to share your years. story. Right. Y'all can call us at six. Six 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 nine eight two six. So before we get out of here, I'm gonna play a couple songs, and then we're gonna wrap the show up, and then we're gonna see y'all next Friday. Can be my radio love. Don't turn it up. It's just 
you and me in the airways up above you my radio love radio love this one for the radio there's no static up in here my feelings are so clear it's just you and me baby baby just turn on your face station Got to admit I can no longer be patient I need you in my room We'll listen to some tunes So let's get it on Things Marvin Gaye I'm about to help you experience ecstasy My baby, we could do it either way Whether a smooth jazz joint or a top for day You're my radio love You're my radio
No kisses and hugs, see them all the way, do it every week. When you get lonely, I know you think about it, go and pull a trick. Girl, if you put me on, I'll make you forget about your nigga. I wanna chill with you, just tryna keep it real with you. Girl, what's the deal with you? Need it, I got it, holla at me about it. I wanna know where your mind is tonight. Girl, if you're choosing, you better be choosing right. It's a whole lot of girls that want your spot. It's a whole lot of lames tryna cock block. Me and you can't lie by the fireside. Turn that red light green. I just wanna vibe, I just wanna vibe with you.
Hey, y'all know what it is. your boy, Mr. AK. OG Radio, man. Before we get out of here, I just want to thank everybody who's been tuning in to OG Radio. Monday, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. We appreciate it. We appreciate y'all. From Radio Real to Genesis to myself to Amethyst, we appreciate y'all. All my new listeners, I appreciate y'all, too. Um, like I said, we're going to keep this thing rolling, man. I got a lot of stuff in store for y'all. I got a lot of things updated, a lot of things coming towards y'all. Um, one small announcement I will do want to make. Uh, shout out to ColorCast. Um, shout, out to, shout out to ColorCast uh, Network. They have uh, negotiated a deal that allows me to now do live color, live color commentary on college football. So tomorrow at 2.30 p.m., Central Standard Time, I will be doing live color commentary on the ColorCast Net, ColorCast app. It's right now just an iTunes app. Um, I will be doing color commentary for the Alabama-Arkansas game that comes on tomorrow. So if y'all got the app, I'll send the link out. Y'all can come hang out with your boy and listen to me talk football all day like I always do. But now, you know, negotiations are off the table, and it's time to get to work. Uh, that's um, but all I got is right now. Uh, Amethyst, you got anything before we get out of there? No, I just want to um, wish everyone a happy and safe Thanksgiving. And right. again, the emphasis on everyone be safe. And then we'll see you next Friday. Yep, yep. And it's a rule. Only eat Thanksgiving food for three days after the third day. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> so, <laughs> for, for me, your boy, Mr. AK. I'm a girl, Amethyst. We out of here. Like I said, at the end of all my shows, do what you love and love what you're doing the rest of the day. So we out of here. Uh, be safe um, and everything else like that. So we out of here. I'm out. Bye.